When was your first date? Back in the Cold War. No, that's too early. That's too recent. Know, the like Stone like, Age. Like you're starting that, automatically I just go, ugh. A first date is what you want to know. When was your first date? Well, that's a hard, I don't know. Can't recall your first. I'm, I'm old. Yeah. You know that. So that was a long time ago. So my problem was, God, I've only been with two people. What? Dated two people. You've only ever dated two people? The rest were just casual pickups, yeah. Right. Well, then it shouldn't be hard to narrow down the one of two in the first date, should it? So what was my first date? <laughs> or your most memorable first date. I'm happy with either. I'm pretty sure I've heard the Wayne... You've heard the Wayne one? Yeah, that was that you were at the bar, you told him you were the hottest thing in the room, you'd taken me home, and then you decided to desert his number... And then you ended up calling him weeks later, correct? I think that's kind of kind of along the lines, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, thank you. See, I listened to so you. So we met at a place called the Butter Factory, which was a, which really was an old butter factory where they used to milk the cows and they'd bring them down to the river. How romantic! It was very romantic. <laughs> They used to hire it for weddings and things. Right. And there was a local gay group up there. Yeah. And they used to have monthly dances. Yeah. So, and, you know, drag queens from Sydney would come up to Port Macquarie. And, yeah, Wayne was the new meet in town. Because sure. as you could imagine, it was the same group of people. Yeah. Well, anyway, new meet was in town. I drove down the mountain. And where the butter factory was was right at the bottom of my mountain. So it was quite handy. Right. So I left the kids with my neighbours, drove the combi down, had a smoke in the back of the car, whatever, in the back of the combi. After driving. Tom did this after, after driving. After driving, correct. And then um, pulled up in the combi, went in there, said to – and Wayne was in there and I told him that I was the prettiest one here and he'd be going home with me. Yeah, very mm. confident of you. Very Were you confident. the prettiest? Was that a lie? I don't know. I think I was the drunkest. <laughs> <laughs> probably would have been. How old was are you at this stage? Shit. So how old am I now? Freak me. 30. Got you, got you back, Jack. <laughs> so I would have been 30, correct? Oh, yeah, actually would have been, okay. Yeah, would right. have been about 30. Yep. So that was technically the first date with Wayne? Wayne. But then, so I wasted, then I walked away and he reckons he thought I was a wanker, but he couldn't stop watching me. And they were playing Kylie and I think I walked over and made him come and dance with me. And then we yeah. danced, went outside, we kissed. It was oh. all right. And then I said to him, do you want to come out the back of the combi and, you know, get it on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Such a sweet talker. Yeah. And he told me, no, he doesn't do that on the first date. Mm. I remember thinking, you prick. I have just wasted <laughs> hours saying nice things about you. you know, wasted my time. Oh, I was so pissed. And then he said, I oh, will swap numbers. And then I only had one of those big brick old mobiles. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't work where I lived. So yeah. it was more, I don't know even know why I had one. Yeah, so I gave Wayne a fake phone number. Of course Yeah, I did. told him this was brilliant. And did Wayne, did you ever ask, did Wayne try and call you? Yeah, I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Right. Yeah. And then you ended up getting his number from a phone. Oh, no, he gave me his. We swapped numbers. Oh, okay. So, you so, had, his, so I had his real number. And, yeah, right. and I gave him a fake phone number. How long was the waiting period between? I think it was two weeks. Okay, because some people, there's a whole thing around this is, you know, where you wait three days between the first But remember, meeting. I lived at the top of a mountain with no electricity or telephone wire. So when I was in our property, yeah. I was cut off. I said to get the cup phones out. Well, we had to drive halfway to town and then I'd use a like the post box and, right. then, and then pull the combi over, yell at the kids, anyone that gets in the front seat and takes the parking brake off, I'll kill them or, you know, threaten, like you do to your children. Yeah, threatening you with violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love it. <laughs> That's not, here at Tom and Mikey, we don't condone violence towards children. No, but if you're leaving children in a car, you do have to scare them enough to know that if they go anywhere near the driver's seat, if 
if the car doesn't kill them, you will. Yeah, so and leave better, the windows open. So you're open. better off to sit in the back seat where you belong. Yeah. Don't touch your sister. Yeah. You know? yeah. No, I understand. No, no, you know, I can't relate. I don't have kids, but I, I can. But you can understand your mum yelling at three kids. And it's hard to try and be, you know, sexy and ring up a date on a mo- on like on a post box where you've got three kids jumping around the combi screaming <laughs> and hitting each other. There's probably would have had a dog in the back somewhere as well. Yeah. And, yeah. A I sheep. <laughs> yeah, true. We ate the sheep. We killed them. My kids still, <laughs> they're still emotionally Scarred that we ate Bambi, but that's okay. You called the sheep Bambi? They called it Bambi. I said it was called Lamb Chops. <laughs> they want to call it Bambi because there's cute photos of my children with bottles holding the sheep. And I think we must have just watched Bambi, and they do look like a like little deers. Yeah, cute. as soon as you name it, you, that's game over for the kids. Oh, I'd walk out and go, get the sheep out of the house because those sittings just drop shit continuously. Yeah. Like right. little, little shit droppers. Yeah. I couldn't imagine you making the phone call to Wayne because you're such a tough character. For you to go in tail between your legs to the phone box. No, I just went up and said, hey. Really? Yeah. Hey, what's happening? Wow. And then he, I think he was very excited. And then he wanted me to come into his house in town. He used to live opposite the beach, so I knew where he lived. And have dinner and stay the night, leave the kids. Like, come in. And I was like, oh, okay. He's going to put out. He's not a total, you know, (laughs) not not one of those yeah, happy clapping Christians, (laughs) you know, (laughs) saving it till marriage. (laughs) No, so he said he was going to put out. And I I said to my neighbour, why are my kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the way that afternoon, one of my kids was just, was just being a a kid. Yeah. Yeah. They were punching on, fighting, screaming and yelling. I remember... And as I was about to leave him with Ricky, I could just hear everyone in the house screaming. And I thought, I can't leave Ricky right. with six children. Yeah. My, my three have been dicks. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. So what did you do? So I rang him up and said, I can't, I'm not going to be able to make it. Oh. And he got all sulky. And I go, I'll pull your head in, dick. You know, like basically. <laughs> but it turned out he'd um, made like this like full course meal and Aww. had all these roses and was trying to be all romantic and shit. Yeah. That's so sad. Wayne has always <laughs> been the token romantic with you two. But I couldn't leave the kids. I just didn't think it was fair to leave them with Ricky. Sure. Yeah. So you had to postpone. Yeah. Two couple of days after. I think it might have been a couple of weeks again later. And then the funny thing was I was meant to we're gonna see him and Kylie Minogue was playing her concert in Sydney. So it would have been, I'm trying to think back, the Love Boat one. What was that called? I wasn't alive. I, I should be shot. <laughs> I can't tell you. Yeah. I should be shot. Andy, what are we calling? On a night like this. On a night like this. How can I not? So I took my children to see their first big giant concert. I'd save for years, months to, yeah. to fast forward to get tickets. Yeah. I remember being at Ricky's place ringing, trying to get tickets. So stressed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so we drove to, yeah, and I drove down to, and I got to the phone box and I rang up Wayne and Wayne had a flatmate and they said, oh, Tom, he's been rushed to hospital last night. His appendix is broken. It was really serious. He was, and I was like, oh, shit. And I was looking at, like, the turn-off to Port Macquarie and the turn-off to Sydney, and I thought, well, fuck it, I've got to go to Sydney. So we went to Sydney. Wait, so I need to backtrack here. So you were calling Wayne to cancel the date to go to Kyle? I think I was ringing just to say hello, you know. So you had, you had the postponed date yet? So the first, no, 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 we still haven't dated. Okay. So I've still stood him up and lied to him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So our third interaction was his flatmate told me that, yeah, he was... um. His appendix are broken. So that and was like in your hospital. Hate. He was asking about you. If you called to please say that he's in ward such and such, a, oh. you know. 
like we got the ambulance. Like she was full on. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is really bad. Like I, I was worried. But remember, the kids finished work at three o'clock. It was four hours to drive to Sydney. Yeah. So, yeah, they would have finished school at three. I was waiting for them. Three, four, five, six, seven, which would have just got me to Sydney just before Kylie Minogue was about to right. go on at like eight o'clock. Yeah, there's no way. Like I was, I was not going to be late for Kylie. Yeah. Yeah. And you hadn't even gone on a date with this guy yet. So the emotional attachment wasn't yeah, quite wasn't there it. yet, no, right? Great. I remember I bought him a present. He still got it. When we just moved, we actually found it again. It was like a glass made wind chime. That's how guilty I felt. Okay. And the only reason I- You have a conscience. This no, is good to establish. Do you know what? Lucky Wayne never listens to these podcasts because I'll be totally honest. He thinks it was for him. But when I was at Paddington Markets, I was told I was still wearing my Kylie Minogue t-shirt from the night before and it's still like glitter in my hair. <laughs> and the guy who made these- in times told me that Kylie Minogue had bought one last time she was in town so I so I had to buy it so no, when I got no, back to no. Macquarie I realised Wayne was in hospital and I said like, oh look what I bought you you know Kylie Minogue you said one of these <laughs> the, the, thought, the thought that counts the thought that counts so Andy remember what podcast number this is so I can tell Wayne never to listen to that <laughs> I wonder if that because he still, you still bought it out the other day. It's still wrapped in tissue and like, oh, now we can hang this up. And no, oh, no, I gave it to him. It was brand new. It's a gift. It counts. <laughs> Recycled gift Correct. or not, it counts Correct. as a gift. Thank I will you very much. To the heels on that one. Thank you very much. I read and I thought, oh shit. You might have left him for dead <laughs> in a hospital as you go to see Kylie Minogue, but sure, sure, you, you still win here. I back you for that one. And then, our, do you want to know our next date after that? We went and saw I a even got movie. The, no, I haven't even movie. heard the first date yet. You've cancelled yeah. him at this stage okay, twice yeah. and then lied to him. So then we thought, oh, I thought, well, stuff this. Had all the kids. I couldn't get rid of them. I think we'd organised to go to the movies. So I said, well, you know what? All the kids have to come to the movies. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, see, this is where he reckons he thinks he's got a funny part of our story, but I think he makes shit up. <laughs> so, Will in Hogsbreath, do you ever. Like I've a, been yeah, to Hogsbreath. Was there any place in. Yeah, so, so we're in Hogsbreath. I'm threatening the kids. You bitches and bastards, sit still, don't move, you know, don't be rude. I just got to clarify Tom's a very loving parent. He might seem like an abusive father here, but he's actually quite lovely to his children. <laughs> I loved my children. Yeah. I still love them. So I told him, sit still, be nice, don't embarrass me, you know, those the yeah. normal. And then Wayne said he walked through the door and I was waving at the waitress, thinking, like, oh, just bring me a margarita, bitch. You know, like. Yeah. They hate it when they go, oh, we'll come back when the rest of your party joins you. No, I'm here. I'm sitting down. Bring me a drink. I mean, if I have to wait for some idiot, I at least want to be half cut when I get, you know. <laughs> so Wayne reckons he saw me and the kids, me yelling at them or them climbing over tables, who knows, what would have been happening. And he went to leave and then he, then I waved at him. So he went, oh, shit, no I can't way. get out of No way. Well, so you both got dirty <laughs> consciences going into this relationship. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better. So he, uh, he cool. likes to tell everyone that, but I thought, no. Away, he would he wouldn't have ran. He was running to me, not running away. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, and that was first. That was date numero uno with kids. Correct. How do you take to the kids? How did the kids? Do you take know what away? I think about it years later. Oh, they didn't give a shit. They, okay, because we went to the movies and they sure. couldn't have cared less. We were at dinner with somebody. Yeah, okay. I had friends, you know, they yeah, knew. They, yeah. So it wasn't like we'll, yeah. Yeah. But a couple of weeks later, the kids were actually really like Wayne because he took them swimming. He was a good swimmer. And where I would be threatening them, like, you're out too deep, you morons, get in. You know, like they've told you the story, I think, on radio, haven't they? Of the time one of them got cut and was bleeding, I kept throwing them further out to sea. <laughs> yeah. I told him, Your daughter said something, we can probably play it now. I think I cut myself on coral or a reef once and it was bleeding pretty hectically and I swam up and I was like oh look dad can you help me and he picked me up threw me in front of him into the deep end he goes are you serious I didn't know what the blood 
oh yeah, no, I cut myself. And he's like, sharks can smell blood from a kilometre yeah. away. So he picked me up, <laughs> threw me and swam back to shore. What? Listen, I used to say I had three children. If if I died, they'd went hungry. I could afford to lose one of them. It wouldn't have mattered. But the I, other two would have lived. I didn't know there was real danger in this scenario. You always just said, oh yeah, I just threw it to the sharks for fun. I didn't know there was blood involved. Well, I still I used to throw them at the sharks, but there was probably one time there was blood. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So they're like Wayne. So Wayne used to take them out swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out to places I wouldn't let them. Wayne's such a sweet man. The more and more you talk about him on this podcast. You know, I was surprised the other day. I got a message from someone that comes to my live stream. uh, Mariah's her name. And she said... Hello, Mariah. Tom is so lovely. He's such a sweetheart. I love listening to his stories. And I'm thinking, what podcast are you listening to? (laughs) What's her name, Mariah? Mariah. Do you know, I get worried sometimes that the younger generation are idiots. Then I meet people like Mariah and I go, oh, have faith in humanity again. (laughs) (laughs) You've had a lot of first dates. This way, you, you brought the subject in, so you must have a reason to be telling me. I just knew you'd have a good story around it. I just went on a first date on the weekend and I got it got me thinking about first date etiquette. Do you count how many first dates you've had or is that too heartbreaking? Like, would that be earth shattering to know? I don't think it's something I keep like a list of. That'd oh, okay. Be, be a, that would be a sad list. It's a lot of, yeah. I don't you think sh- I've been on that many I think first you should. Dates. I think you should come home and take notes. On the dates. Well, what you did wrong. Okay. You know, like, like where you failed, where you should have... I walked into that game. one, didn't I? <laughs> I absolutely walked into that one. That's no, my bad. I think it, it would help your life. That'd help you a lot. I think... I'm happy to give you notes, but I know that... No, you know what, you know what, Thomas? Give me notes. No. How would you think I should act on... If that, that was one of the questions I had. Lined up in the oh, okay. here. All right. How? What's first aid etiquette? To be fair, asking you is a bad idea, seeing Correct. if you cancelled twice and left a man in a hospital. I think you should put out. Him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. First, see, that's hard, Mikey, because I, I think you're wonderful. How could anyone not sit across from you and be entertained by your cute smile, your your little idiosyncrasies? What do you call those things? Yeah. Idiosyncrasies. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> your weird shit that you do. <laughs> <laughs> For a second there, I was like, wow, Tom's really changed. No, but I mean, like, but that's what makes you cute and nice and lovely Thank and you. caring. That's so nice. And you love your mum? I do love my mum. And I I think any boy that loves their mum must be okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I just wonder, first aid etiquette is such an interesting, what's the first aid? What's the play? What questions do you ask? What do you not? I remember going on a date. See, I think first date's hard. I don't think you should, first date should be neutral for everybody. It should be out in the open together. Yeah. You know, you meet somewhere for a drink. You shouldn't make it a big deal. Yeah. No big dinners, no hours. Because if you have to get out, you've got about to get out. Yeah, okay. I hear. You can always extend the date. Yep. You can always keep the date moving, but I think you should keep it short, sweet, and neutral. That's a great note. I actually have a note from some of the dates I've been on because recently, as you guys know, we've talked about this. I started online dating because I've never online dated before. So it was a very new experience for me. You whore. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you use your shirtless photos? Why are you going to call me out like no, that? But do you? Yes. The first photo. Are, they, are they ones just taken from Facebook that's just natural or are they staged professionals? I'm, I'm swimming in a waterfall. So it's like, oh, this guy's okay. adventurous. He's kind of cool. Mm. What do you mean? It's a cool photo. I look cool. Sometimes I think you don't want to try too hard. You don't look like you're the big adventurous type when really you're a, you're a mummy's boy who stays home. I go for walks daily. That's pretty adventurous. 30 minutes around the block, baby. There's well, ducks. There's birds. There's, yeah. I'm facing wild. I know where you live. There. It is scary out Thank here. you. <laughs> yeah, the west side is terrifying. Oh, but suburbia is frightening. And hot dog producer Andy has given me the death eyes. We need to wrap this episode short which means we're cutting it into two parts. So stick around for next episode of First Dates Part 2.